0: yo what's up everybody here we are with the first episode of this podcast welcome to so i heard if you guys are new to this of course you guys are this is the first episode what am i talking about but i am kd hopefully you guys are having a good one And I just wanted to basically come with some sort of introduction to this podcast, tell you guys a little bit about who I am, what I expect from this podcast, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, you know what I mean? Not really going to get into any other type of topics today, but I do want to at least get the introduction out of the way, get you guys a little bit familiar with who I am, and hopefully you guys do like the vibes. I <laughs> feel like that was the right word to say for this. The vibes, the damn vibes of the podcast. And then we're just going to go from there. So I am from Los Angeles. I've been wanting to do so much different type of entertainment stuff for so long. I think, shoot, since I've been out of high school, graduated in 2006, there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to do. But one thing for sure that I always knew was I did not want the traditional nine to five. I guess it is a little bit funny because right now I am working a nine to five, not really nine to five as the hours, but an eight hour job. So a couple of things that I want to do or a few of the things that I want to do right now, I currently do YouTube as well. Uh, make vlogs other type of videos also do some gaming on another channel you know it's fun it's entertaining of course Um, I've always loved gaming I've always loved like movies and creating just a lot of different stuff Um, so yeah that that's pretty much what I do outside of work also want to get into some more like videography type work and um You know photography taking pictures and everything towards the end of 2019 i did end up buying a different camera which is the canon eos 90d um it is a dslr camera and before covid started in march of 2020 the crazy crazy covid i wanted to get more into some photography type stuff I wanted to go and do photo shoots for people. I wanted to make videos for people and everything. And yeah, COVID came, kind of killed that. That was my whole reason for buying this better camera. I've had a few cameras over the years, but of course the main cameras that I did use were basically just like cell phone cameras or my Canon G7X Mark II. That is the one that I was mainly using for my videos um, until I got this Canon 90D. So I use that a little bit more now. I was still using the Canon G7X Mark II, but then I was like, yo, I spent so much damn money on a Canon 90D, and I bought the 90D pretty much when it first came out. So uh, I, I was really like, yo, I need to try to use this camera. Um, and like I said, you know, up the quality of my videos. Now, I'm not saying my videos are just crazy, 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 quality you know what i mean i still need to get a little bit better in the skills of course with using the camera and also with my video editing but the quality is better than it was before it, it seems kind of weird how i started this off because it's, it, i just started off saying hey I, I do youtube let's go back to fresh out of high school kd and how things were for me the summer after high school i think i was just kind of like chilling a little bit but did end up getting a job right after high school. And right after high school, I started working at medical records. I was the youngest person I was working in that whole fucking building. And yeah, it was just so boring. I was finding myself going to the restroom so much. And at the time, the phone that I had was the sidekick too. And I remember just going to the restroom and being on my sidekick in the restroom. Like, I didn't even need to use the restroom. Like, I would literally just be sitting down in the restroom on my sidekick on AOL, (laughs) AIM, uh, AOL Instant Messenger, and just talking to friends and texting friends and different stuff like that. Um, Long story short, (laughs) of course, I did end up getting fired from that job. Um, But... At the same time, I was also doing college, so I had classes in the morning that I was doing, and by one o'clock, I had to be at my job, which was nowhere near my damn school. And um, after that, I was taking more classes after work, which was back towards where my school was. So had to do a lot of commuting back then, but luckily, the gas prices we're so damn good. Not like today. I think I'm going to be walking from now on. <laughs> Not really, but man, like gas prices are getting up there. But anyway, getting away from gas prices. Um, Yeah, so, you know, while I was in college, I did want to get into graphic arts. Um, I was actually taking some art classes, but the way that it works in college is... I mean, I guess it works that way in, in, you know, grade school, you know, grades one through 12. Um, But, yeah, dude, like they force you to take these entry level college classes. You're paying money now. It's not like public school where it's like you're just going to school and you're learning the stuff. It's like, dude, you have to actually pay for all of these classes. And that's what I had to do. And that's what kind of pushed me out of art a little bit because it was like, dude, I had to take these boring classes. I'm sitting in there like drawing like the simplest stuff. And I was always into art already. I took art classes when I was in high school. Um, there was a lot of art that I was just I, I was just into at the time at a young age. And um, I remember us doing art in class in high school and they had someone from FITM, the Fashion Institute, come, and, you know, we had to draw some stuff and then, you know, show them or whatever, and they were interested, like, yo, it would be good for you if you would go to FITM. kind of thought about it, but I was like, a fashion institute? I don't know. Then there was another time with this other school. Somebody came. um, It was an art school in Florida, and that's where I really got into art, and I was drawing a lot back then, and I was kind of coming up with this idea like, yo, maybe I can go to Florida and go to this art school. That didn't end up happening, of course. A lot of just stupid decisions at a young age. I don't know if it is a stupid decision because I didn't go that route. I don't know how it would have played out. But at the same time, it could have been a different type of experience. But I did still have a lot of great experiences Going the path that I went, you know what I mean? So, um, I chose to stay here in Los Angeles, and since then, of course, so much crazy stuff has happened. It's been years, years, years. Just started working other different jobs. So, like I said, I was doing medical records after the medical records job. Um, I ended up working at GameStop after medical records that was horrible because just a bunch of like internal issues or whatever at 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 GameStop not with me ended up just quitting that job like just i d- i didn't tell anybody I had to stop showing up <laughs> it was like they were they were messing people's hours up i don't even know why i'm saying all this at that time i remember when i was working at GameStop this is when i started getting into youtube or actually i think i made a youtube i made a youtube The first year that YouTube came out and I think YouTube came out in 2006. So right after high school, ended up making a YouTube, uh, made these little videos and stuff like I was always just doing like different little stuff. So when I would get out of school, I would go home and my mom didn't get off of work until later. So, I would be home just watching stuff being goofy, and I remember having this little webcam on this little webcam. I would just make all these little random skits or different stuff. I was also kind of getting into music a little bit, so I was kinda of making like music stuff through uh audacity and just putting together like other instrumentals of other artists and kind of just writing these raps over them. And and making these songs and kind of posting some of these songs. And that was something that was like cool. You know what I mean? Kind of got into it for like a little while. But I knew that the funny stuff and the acting and skits and everything was something that was so damn entertaining to me. So that's something that I started doing. And I started posting these videos to YouTube. So once I started posting these videos back then, it was like pretty much nobody was really using YouTube. I think at the time, like, of course, it was like people posting like cat videos on YouTube. And then I was doing the skits that I was making. Like, I, I wasn't writing these skits out or anything. I was just coming out with the ideas and then pretty much just coming up with the dialogue off the top of my head. Um, those videos have been deleted. Like, I deleted those videos like years ago. Once I started my YouTube again, um, well, let's say what happened in the middle, right? So, I started these skits, and I started wanting people to be in these skits. But, like I said, people weren't really into YouTube at the time, so nobody was really interested. You know what I mean? The main stuff that everybody was doing online was like just social media stuff, whether it was like <laughs> Myspace or you know people were going on Black Planet or just you know, different type of stuff like that. That was pretty much where people were with the internet. So yeah, I I, I felt like that discouraged me some, and that made me step back from YouTube. I was like, I want to do all this different stuff, but nobody else wants to do it with me. So that's where I, I was just like, damn, like, I don't know what to do, and I would be showing some people these skits, and they would like him, be like, oh, that's cool, and then some people would be like, so you were just in the room talking to yourself, like, you know what I mean, and then what's funny now, looking back, is the fact that there's so many things, so many things these days that pretty much have people doing the same thing I was doing back then, you know what I mean, Back then, people weren't really making YouTube videos or anything like that. But now you have people that are doing TikTok. You have people that are doing skits for YouTube and um, Instagram and just, you know, different social media stuff. You have people in their rooms dancing and recording themselves, dancing and posting it online like it's nothing. But back then, since everything was so fresh, a lot of people did not understand it. I remember people acting like, I was just like so damn weird for doing this stuff. And I was just like, yo, let's get on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's do it. But a lot of people were just like, nah, I don't know about being online like that. You know what I'm saying? So I let that discourage me. Stopped doing YouTube for like a long time. Um, I think there was a video I ended up posting a little bit later. You know, my friend was trying to do music. We were at Venice Beach. I was just going around to record and recording stuff kind of making like a like, like a vlog, kind of, before vlogging. But it wasn't even that long to really call it a vlog. It's probably only like a couple of minutes or something like that. And and that video was pretty much in 2007. I remember that video I posted in 2007. And of course, we know people weren't blog, vlogging at the time. But that was like one of the last videos that I did post on my YouTube back then. Um, stopped doing that also. Um, because I mean, even though that video was cool, you know, we were just joking on camera and just going around, you know, showing the day in the life type stuff. Um, that was the only one that I posted that was like that after I stopped that, you know what I mean? I'm just chilling, going to parties and just stuff that young people do. Of course, (laughs) didn't pick back up on my YouTube stuff until way later. I think I started doing my YouTube stuff again And maybe 2017 Uh, it might have been 2017 I think it was possibly 2017 Um, as far as vlogs I don't even know what year it was when I started really doing vlogs but um, it wasn't really a consistent thing it was just like I was putting out vlogs here and there you know what I mean trying to get into editing switching from different editing programs and stuff to see what is the better fit and all that different stuff. And yeah, I found it was like very therapeutic and cool. Like it was just like, damn, I get to show this part of my life and I'm editing these videos and they're just, you know what I mean? Like to me, it's not as interesting because I'm living with myself every day. But I was like, yo, somebody can find this stuff interesting. So I was just making these vlogs, these videos, like, you know, try to make them a little bit funny, but then also try to make... Them A little kind of like Casey Neistat, if you guys know who Casey Neistat is. He is a YouTuber, but he is one of the top vloggers because he adds this cool, it's a vlog style, but it's a cinematic style. It's something, uh, basically a formula that almost every vlogger started using. Um, Great, great content. You know what I mean? If you guys want to go check out his, his stuff, his name is Casey Neistat. Check it out. Um, I'm sure like, dude, if you guys watch any type of YouTuber, if you guys are even interested in vloggers, every fucking vlogger knows who he is. But yeah, I, I started trying to make a little style like that. You know what I mean? Have some B-roll, have some music, have, you know, different stuff like that to make my vlog seem a little bit more interesting. And then over time, you know, not every single vlog has B-roll and, you know, this cinematic-type uh, shot where, where it's like music in the background. Sometimes I don't put that in the video, uh, but I still try to make my vlogs interesting. And at the same time, that is something that has messed me up a little bit because I get to the point where I'm kind of like a perfectionist. If I feel like I don't have a cool amount of content, I won't make the video. You know what I mean? And it might be a cool amount of content, but if I feel like it's not really interesting enough to me, I'm like, no, I won't post it. And that's an issue. Um, That's an issue because I might not think it's that interesting, but somebody else might find, you know, find out that it's cool as hell to them. You know what I mean? They might be like, damn, you know, you need to post more and more and more. One thing that I did notice about the internet, whether it be, like, social media or if it's YouTube or anything like that, it might be the video or the product, or I mean, not the product, but, but the post that you least likely will think, like, like you, you, you won't think that that thing is going to become as big as it does, and then it gets a cool amount of recognition. It's been some posts, like, even just on Twitter, where I post something, think it's just simple, you know what I mean? It might crack a little joke or something like that. And then next thing you know, it's like hundreds of people liking that same post. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just thought I was just posting something random. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that can go on with online. And just like this, dude, hopefully this podcast goes well. It's something I've been interested in for like a while. Always wanted to do it, but it's always the same thing. I really do like incorporating people and in things that I do. I think it's interesting, I think it's dope um even though he's having like, you know, some some kind of backlash and stuff. Even with David Dobrik, I think one of the biggest things for David Dobrik is everybody else. Like David Dobrik's okay, but he's not really the funny person of the group. Like it's it's all the other characters that make the vlog squad that make david dobrik's videos great and i've never really had that like i might have had like one other person you know that was really into the vlogging but as far as like everybody else not really to be honest most of the people that i do know aren't even really into youtube most of the people that i know if they do anything with youtube it's like they're looking at recipes for cooking or they're looking at like radio podcasts like for like power 105.1 the breakfast club or big boy in the morning like like you know what I mean they're looking at interviews and stuff like that they're not really looking at like the vlogging they're not looking at all of the other creative stuff that's being posted on YouTube they're just there for like certain stuff you know what I mean If, if Instagram posts a clip Of, like, an interview with some sort of celebrity, like, they'll probably go click on that interview and watch that, but they're not really digging deep into what YouTube is. Um, So, that's another thing that's kind of like a disconnect between me and the people that I do know. Um, But yeah, you know what I mean? I still have some people, my girlfriend Cheryl, she has been so good in the videos. I didn't know how it was going to be when we first started talking dude? cause I didn't want to just show up and we're on a date and then I just fucking throw a camera in her face. You know what I mean? Like I wanted it to basically go the right way. Ease her into it. Like, Hey, this is what I do. You know what I mean? If you want to be in the videos, all right. You know what I'm saying? Because still to this day I have this weird, weird feeling. Um, if you guys do watch vlogs or if you guys don't watch vlogs, do a lot of YouTubers will take their camera and they'll be in, like, these areas where it's, like, a whole bunch of people. They're, like, recording just everything. And it does add more to the video because it makes it a little bit more interesting. You know, certain... It, it's more stuff for people to notice. And um, me, I don't really do it. Like, I... I knew what it was like (laughs) before vlogging I knew what it was like I knew what it was like for people to go out and actually enjoy their privacy you know what I mean like you're in public but you don't have people like with just cameras in your face and all this other different stuff so that's something that really makes me not vlog everywhere that I go you know what I'm saying um When I go into stores, I'm not bringing my camera in with with me and just recording everything. I I don't do that, you know what I mean? You see YouTubers do it and they're like in strangers' faces and shit like that, you know? I don't do that. I mean, it would be cool just because, like I said, it's it's a little bit more content for your videos, but I, I, I respect people's privacy and I just leave them alone. I think as far as the YouTube stuff... My main thing is I need to be more consistent with everything that I'm doing. Um, That is one of the biggest things for sure is being more consistent. I guess, I mean, in a way it is kind of like a product, you know what I mean? Like be consistent in what you're creating and constantly put it out, do it over and over and over and over. And things that just stop me is just me thinking this isn't going to be a good video. And there's so many times I see posts or I see other YouTubers say, yo, even if you don't think it's a good video, just put out the content you might think it's whack, but somebody else might think it's great. And yeah, so that's pretty much where I am right now. I honestly do wish things could pick up more, of course, you know, because even though Some of these avenues take so long to make money. Still, the exposure and and, and having people being familiar with you and, you know, the content you're putting out. That is something that's very, very great. And then also, you know, it does open doors for other stuff. And, of course, opening doors leads to money. But it's not even really money for me. This is just something that I find is so interesting. It's so dope. It's so cool. It's just... Like I said earlier, it's therapeutic. It's, it's, it eases my mind. Like, dude, I can literally make a video, do some editing for like, do like a couple of hours of editing, constantly like rewatching stuff, seeing if I need to add anything, seeing if I need to change anything. And one thing with me, when I do vlog and edit, dude, there's so much I cut out because there's a lot of uhs, there's a lot of pauses, and and shit like that. So it's like, dude, the editing, I could be doing editing for like a couple of hours, and while I'm doing the editing, it doesn't even seem like it's that long, just because I'm really enjoying it. Also with filming, filming is always fun. After every vlog, I'm like, yo, I don't know if I have enough content. And some videos, I'm sitting there breaking down like 30 minutes down to like 10 minutes or maybe less than 10 minutes, you know what I mean? I have some vlogs that are like a little bit longer than 10 minutes, but um, it's like, you know, no vlogs are longer than 15 minutes. I'm cutting down so much time to make these videos and it's all just so fun and entertaining and like while I'm shooting a video, I'm already thinking in my head like, How am I going to edit this video? What am I going to put together? What B-roll or cinematic type shots am I going to get? You know what I mean? Um, I got to look through, you know, songs and stuff to go with the videos and just so much different stuff goes into making these videos and I don't really see it as a hassle. You know what I mean? There's so many content creators that really um, get to the point where they're like burnt out and they're like, man, I can't do editing no more They go and hire an editor and I'm like, dude, you can hire an editor, but at the same time, I feel like that's taking a portion of you out of your video. Because it's not really you creating it as a whole. And there's nothing really wrong with that. Like, you're still on camera. You're still doing your stuff. But for me personally, I would love to have that hands-on experience with so much of my video. Because it's really me. It's really me putting this out there. And... um you know, building this experience for the viewer, and um yeah, man, I love doing it, you know, um, as far as other things that I want to get into, I want to get into some other type of acting or something, you know what I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm a good actor, I've kind of done, like, you know, recording myself doing, like, some acting exercises, and I think they went okay and everything, But other than that, like, uh, of course, (laughs) I need to get better. You know what I mean? I'm not, I've never been in anything in in acting. I mean, you know what I mean? I've done like some character creations and videos and stuff. But other than that, I have never really been in any type of acting. Um, And I really want to get into it and experience that as well and see how that would be. Um, I thought about comedy type stuff. It's just, it's so much stuff that I want to do. Writing, I've I've written like a couple of scripts. Um, I want to write more. Dude, there's times I end up hitting blocks and it's like, damn, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Then I have to come back to the script and try to see if I can really figure it out. I think with that, maybe my brainstorming is what the issue is. Um, maybe I need to brainstorm a little bit more, have things a little bit more organized to build a better story. Um, I, am quick with coming up with stuff like off the top of the dome, but as far as just writing it out and planning it out, it's a little bit hard for me. Any type of skits or anything that I've ever done, I've never written down like a script for it or anything, or like a plan for it. It's just like, okay, cut on the camera and just make it up as you go. And it just feels so good to me doing it that way. All of this creative stuff is always so exciting to me. I love doing it. Um, I always try to encourage people to become more outgoing and stuff like that. Because, dude, you know what's so funny is so many people think that I'm shy. They think I don't really talk too much <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but in reality, I do. You know what I mean? I just do it at certain times. You know, I'm not just a guy that's just... I'll blurting out random stuff, but I do talk. Obviously, you have to have some level of uh, not just confidence, but you ha- you have to you-, you can't be shy doing this type of stuff, whether you're doing like a podcast, whether you're doing YouTube and stuff like that. You can't just yeah, you can't be a shy person because you're putting yourself out there like that. And obviously, if you're posting this content, people are going to see it, people are going to make their judgments, you know, they're going to like it or they're going to hate it, you know what I'm saying, or they're just going to be like, whatever about it, like, it ain't really anything that's that interesting. But yeah, you always, you know, put that content out there. And then, of course, just like with any social media, with you posting anything, you're hoping that. You get some sort of reaction from it, you know what I mean? And and more times than not, of course, you're posting it, you want a positive reaction. But of course, we know what reality is and everything's just not going to work out that way. So you can't let that discourage you. One thing that I hated so much, like, and I used to think about it so much, like how I was saying earlier, is that I wish I never got discouraged from doing YouTube. I honestly feel like if I would have stuck with YouTube from that time, I could have been one of the greatest YouTubers back then. Maybe people could have been following some type of formula that I was doing, you know what I mean? And then that could have been the new wave of how to make content or videos or something like that, you know what I mean? I don't know. So for people that want to get into YouTube or or creating skits or anything, I think the main thing for you is don't get discouraged. You're always going to sit there and think, You know, maybe these people don't really like what I'm putting out. They don't like my content. They don't like this and that. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm not entertaining enough or whatever. And you're always going to have those thoughts. But the main thing I think you should do is just keep creating that content and putting it out. Because, like I said, it might end up being the post that you never thought would make it. It might be the most random post that ends up being the one that goes big i remember years ago when instagram was still kind of new i used to make memes and when i used to make these memes i would always tag like my my instagram name and i remember it was like this girl this girl I, i forgot where she lived i couldn't remember where she lived um but she didn't live in the same state as me right And she literally told me, like, in the comments one time. This is before, like, DMs on Instagram and everything. She told me that she shares all of my memes with her friends. She's like, oh, yeah, we share your memes all the time. And I was just like, what? I was like, really? There's been a couple of times where I've made memes and I've seen other people post them. But one thing that a lot of people do, like... Unless you put it in an area where they can't really, like, block out your name, uh, they will block out your name. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I've made Twitter posts, and I've seen people basically copy and paste it. And you know what I mean? It becomes something that's kind of viral. And it's like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, those are my words. But it's hard to prove it because it's like, dude, anybody can be like, oh, well, you took that from them or whatever. Um... So it's so much stuff that goes on that can discourage you and make you think like, damn, what the fuck is going on? There's a YouTuber named Fuzi, and I remember he was making this series on his channel called Cribs. It was it was kind of like you know, kind of like uh, MTV Cribs, but it was called YouTube Cribs, where he would go to different YouTubers' houses, you know, show their house, um, and, and do an interview and all the different stuff. And as soon as he came out with that. It was a bunch of YouTubers that started doing their own Cribs episodes. So instead of, and these were YouTubers that were cool with him. So instead of asking, asking him to come and, you know, uh, interview them and show off their house and everything, they started doing the videos for themselves. Or some other people started trying to make their own version of YouTube Cribs. Now, I remember I ended up hitting, I don't know if I hit him up in the DMs or I left a comment or something like that. But I ended up saying it and then he ended up reading it in a video. And he said that that made him so discouraged. And he stopped doing YouTube Cribs. It's crazy, but it's, my, my idea, I mean, my thoughts on that is that everybody's trying to go viral. You know what I mean? everybody wants to go viral. That's the reason why you see people that are in their 50s now making TikTok videos. Everybody is hoping that this is their big break. So people will go to the point where they will actually plagiarize shit, copy your style, copy your, your, your whole content completely and try to make it like it's their own. So for me, I think that's a reason why I just have to keep Making content. And that's another reason why I like vlogging. People can't really bite your style when you're vlogging because it is your vlog. It's your day in the life. But making other stuff like skits and like just, you know, if you're making memes or like, I mean, because it's not just making videos and stuff like that. There's also people that have like meme pages where they create memes and different stuff like that. And they become well, well known. So there's so much that you can do these days to get you out there, but man, people can be copying it. People cannot not like it. And I'm not trying to be negative. It's just so much stuff that can be discouraging. And the main thing is you have to just keep a level of positivity. You have to be way more positive than negative because there's so much stuff that will make you stop, that will make you have doubts, make you think that your stuff just isn't good enough. And that might not be the case. Maybe people just didn't notice it yet. So keep creating content if you guys are creators. Keep doing what you're doing. And this is also advice that I need to take for myself because I do procrastinate sometimes with some videos because of my thoughts just thinking like, man, this ain't going to be a good video. This isn't going to be good, blah, 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 blah. And, and I end up you know, shortchanging myself. It could have been something that was great. It could have been something that was dope. And here I am holding on to the footage and and not editing the video, not putting it out there. You know what I mean? It's just, it sucks. But don't be discouraged. Keep pushing. So a few things that I'm expecting from this podcast is I want to give you guys a great experience. I want to talk about real life stuff, whether it be relationships, different posts that I've seen that I kind of want to discuss and dig deeper into I mean, there's so many times that I see different posts on social media where it's like people giving opinions or it might be like stuff that's going on, going on in the world that I just want to talk on and speak on. And, and, and I, I need to figure out how I can have it to the point where, you know, I end up having like a co-host or I have people I can come that can come on and interview and give their insight also on these topics um, or have people call in. Um, I believe I heard that you can do it through Skype. Um, Maybe we can end up doing it that way in the future. Not sure how soon, but like I I really need to see how this podcast plays out because as for now, this is just a solo podcast. Um, I thought this would be the best way because you know, like I said, I I don't really know many people that are into all of this stuff. I do want to keep it going. I don't want to have to wait on other people and different stuff like that. So I thought it would be better for me to have a solo podcast and just, you know, look up all these different topics or things to talk about and then, you know, make the content from there. I mean, we could talk about so much stuff, you know what I mean? Like movies, video games, just anything, It's so much stuff that I'm into that I would love to talk about. And and of course, I'm going to have everything more organized so people can come and listen and not feel like I'm just jumping all over the place. But I feel like this is going to be a great thing. I feel like it's going to be something that's so interesting. And it's also going to be another extension of me getting you guys to get used to my way of thinking or my personality and and stuff like that. Just something that's going to be cool and enjoyable. And I hope you guys are ready for it. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to come back. Subscribe or whatever you need to do to, uh, to, to stay notified of when these podcasts come out, man. Thank you for listening. You guys have been dope. You guys stay dope. And I will check you out later. Peace.